Welcome to your daily innovation insights briefing in five minutes or less with power packed innovation strategy insights to disrupt your thinking, level up your leadership and help you be the solution in your market and industry. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Hello, innovative leaders and entrepreneurs. I am so excited because today is Friday on Daily Innovation Briefings, and we are going over some big, big stuff today. What I've been talking to you about all week is profit drivers in your business. And today we're talking about how your team can turn a new profit center into thriving profit engines. Here's how I want to structure today's daily innovation briefing episode. It may go over a little bit over the five minutes. Um, so if you need to pause and come back to it, that's great. But this is also something that you want to listen to maybe a few times because we're talking about exactly who do you need inside your profit center? What are you looking at? What should their functions be? And then we're talking about what you should focus on and your role as a CEO. This is really important to have successful profit centers operating inside of your business on, underneath your umbrella. And eventually what this allows us to do is this really allows us to break out separate divisions sometimes. And what we've also done in our business and in other clients' businesses and other entrepreneurs' businesses is we take these profit centers and we actually turn them into um, a subsidiary, right? Another company. And then they actually come out and completely thrive on their own. Um, it's also taking more of an incubator approach and then producing more and more companies underneath your main company also. So structuring this way is really, really important. It's proven successful. We've used it. Our clients have used it. Other entrepreneurs have used it. So it's true and tested, which is really why I wanted to go into who are you looking for, what to focus on, and what is your role as the CEO? And this role, um, is really important because it's a key shift for us. So that's why today is also important. Not only are we identifying who we need in them, but another key shift that we need to support our uh, team members in these profit centers. Okay. So let's talk about what we need overall. You're going to need a marketing manager. You're going to need a sales manager. You're going to need a head of product service development. You're going to need someone to handle, like deliver the service that the customer needs. Um, now I discussed earlier this week, and I also discussed in the main episode that some of these roles will be encompassed by the same person, right? So it's really having the integrated and the cross-functional approach where sometimes if um, you had a product and service development, you might also service the customer's needs at first, right? And then we can break it off later. And as we continue to grow this profit center, what we're teaching our innovative leaders on our team is that as we continue to develop this, they're kind of getting in on the ground floor of the profit center. And then as we continue to develop, we develop that organizational structure under them. And then we're looking to have it as a standalone division, or if you so wish, and it becomes wildly profitable um, and worthy to do so, you break it off as a separate company, which is great because when we follow a profit center with this structure in it, it allows us to actually build the organizational turn under it and it really allows us to drive it. Some entrepreneurs have sold these profit centers off as separate businesses, been able to exit these separate businesses and make some great profits off of it. Some of it have kept it underneath and then just diversify their portfolio with these profit centers coming out as separate businesses. So there's really so much that you can do with it. And when you set it up right the first time, which is what this episode is about, you can do and you have options. You have multiple points of leverage to do, which is why I am super excited about today's episode. Okay, so let's go a little bit more into what does it look like? A marketing manager is someone who can manage the results of the feedback loops and translate them into outward facing education, benefits, marketing material, and translate them to the market. 
They need to be able to manage and refine the market test. They'll tell you that if the ideas you have about how to advertise to your market will work and what adjustments you need to consider. You may need to make sure if you intend to reach the masses, you also include early and late majority adopters. All right, so this is what their function will be inside your profit center. I'm essentially giving you the roles and responsibilities here, right? Now, for a sales manager, let's look at what they are going to be doing. We're looking for someone who can articulate the benefits and new value of your product or service delivers. They are already experienced in the sales cycle and they can nurture lead generation and connect with internal clients on the new opportunity that we're providing, right? So they're going to be the ones who also help nurture um, the VIP or the influencers board that I talked about earlier this week, right? So then they can continue to communicate and continue to usher them into the prototyping and the concept testing and all that. What's really important is that we also have a head of product service development. This is someone who continue to move this train forward, right? They're going to follow the six step innovation ID process, but they're also going to help you determine what gets you an MVP and what, and they can also manage the iterations, right? Because if we're going through concepts and prototyping, there's going to be iterations. They need to be able to manage the iterations of this product or service, right? We're going to put somebody under them to help them with the workload when it becomes enough that somebody else needs to be brought in, but they need to be able to manage process. They need to be detail focused. They need to be process focused. We need them to be able to really be the head of product or service development here. It's really important they have these key attributes. Now, an internal staff member, like I said, this can maybe be also included with the head of product or service development. I wouldn't put it with sales and I wouldn't put it with marketing, but I would if you needed to combine these two areas together is the service of the customer needs, combine that with a head of product or service development right now. It gives you an efficient and actionable feedback loop. They need to really be focused on these feedback loops because it helps inform the market, right? The marketing manager, and it helps inform the current development of your product or service. You're looking for an investigator, a supporter, and an advocate, right? They are involved in all six steps of the innovation ID, for somebody who is servicing their, their client, consumer, or customer needs. So this is really important that this be like a main focus of anybody in your organization, especially when it's in a profit center, because this, the delivering the service that the client, consumer, or customer needs is really, really important. It helps translate to marketing. It helps translate to sales. It helps translate to product or service development. So this is really somebody that you want to look for that's an investigator, will we'll look into distillating down to the root problems, will support what's going on in the organization and the flux, and sometimes that roles and responsibilities may merge at points inside a profit center, and so you have it at, based out as a full organizational chart structure, and that will advocate for what the client the consumer or the customer is saying, because sometimes internally in a profit center, it can get lost, right? Because we're looking at costs or um, return, but we have to make sure if we have a profit center that we're actually servicing the client, customer, consumer. And again, we also are obviously realizing that we can't overextend ourselves to make this not profitable or non-revenue producing, but we need somebody to be an advocate there. Now let's focus on what we should focus on as, as the entrepreneur and as maybe the manager of this profit center, right? Because this, this profit center is going to have a main manager that we're talking with and they're going to report directly to you. So what should your focus be between the two of you? The focus should be on cash control and legal review. So what you want them to do is you want to understand what the cash control is, where we're investing, um, 
how we're prototyping, how we're concept testing, how we're testing the product, how we're testing the market, right? What does launch look like? How does bring this to market look like? What's the cost? All those things are what you and that person need to be on the same page about. And obviously legal review, because if you're not compliant, there's several issues that are going to come your way. And so therefore you should both understand what that looks like. Now, there are going to be times the focus of this individual, of you or them, that you need to step outside the organization to get the six steps of innovation ID done quicker. You got to allow them to sometimes do that. You really shouldn't dictate what they're doing to accomplish this because remember, again, profit centers focus on innovation and quick, like quick to market, right? Success, bringing it out there. So they need to sometimes step outside of that because they can't get caught up in the organizational red tape or maybe there's not enough resources. So you need to give them the ability to do that without dictating to them. What they also want to do is you as the CEO, what is your role here? Your role is that this person who's driving, who's managing the profit center or who's driving the profit center reply, uh, comes directly to you, right? They don't need to go through an operations person or a marketing person um, or anything like that. They have a direct access to you as the CEO, you as the entrepreneur, because what you're doing is, again, when we're following this profit center model, 80% of your time is focused on marketing and develop products or services. It's really important that you're developing them so that way you, again, de-risk and diversify your business so they need to have immediate and direct relation to you. That may be like one or two meetings a week or a quick Slack channel between you and them on the things that need to happen so it's quickly referenced and quickly resolved, right? So as the CEO, you want to be more of an advisor to them, but give them the reins to take this profit center. Give them the reins, have cash constraints, have legal review, but tell them you know that you're using steps of innovation ID. You know that you're using feedback loops. You know that we're testing in the market. You know that we're focusing on the profit drivers in our organization. All those come together. All those frameworks will give them the framework and the system and the processes that they need to be successful. You just need to let them implement it and move forward because it's not your job to move this profit center forward as a CEO. It's their job as a profit center manager to do so. So you need to give them the, the strength and the leverage and the reins to do so. Also, I just want to put here as a caveat, operational needs of a profit center are best filled by the organization in most cases. <laughs> um, if you don't have the capabilities or resources and for speed to market and for innovation purposes, they need to go outside. That's fine. You shouldn't, again, like I said, dictate that. But when you're able to fulfill them as an organization and you have the capabilities and resources, what it allows you to do is sidestep any outside vendors, um, and the shiny balls that they're inevitably going to give the, that profit center and the solutions and everything like that. So for the other areas that are not operational, sure, yes, you can use an outside vendor, but you really want to strongly suggest that operational um, fulfillment happens inside of your organization. So that way you can keep control of what's going on. You can make sure that your focus, your momentum is building and that we're on track to do what's necessary. We're not focusing on all the other solutions and the ancillary products that outside vendors are maybe pushing and would then distract our profit center. So that's just one tip that I want to give you from running multiple of these in our own businesses and also working with other entrepreneurs. It's really important here that you try to, the operational needs of the profit center are best fulfilled by your organization. So as an entrepreneur and as a profit center manager, that's something that you want them to focus on is how can we do this operationally in-house before we go outside to a new vendor. Now, all the other areas that are necessary, like 
um, prototyping and um, concept testing and things like that, yes, obviously you're going to need some outside input for that. So that's fine. But again, operationally is just over time, we've realized that this is uh, ends up being a roadblock or a momentum killer. So it's a kind of a quick tip, hot tip, <laughs> if you want to take it for you and your organization that you guys can use as a CEO and as the profit center manager. So like I said, I knew this episode was going to go a little bit over. I'm looking at my t- clock over here and I just hope it was really helpful because now you understand the roles and responsibilities of those who are driving your profit centers. Now, for those of you who have smaller teams, don't get spooked. Don't get freaked out. Just understand that these are the different areas that you're going to have to drive in the business in some way. We've had wildly successful like solopreneurs implement these profit centers in their business where it's just them and maybe a VA. And we've also had like large teams do this and implement it and make sure that it works. It's really about just tailoring it for your business. This is a really viable solution for both growth, sustainability, and scalability, depending on the model that you're using. This allows you to de-risk your business as an entrepreneur. So it is absolutely foundational that you get this into your business, whether you are a team of one, a team of 10, a team of seven, or a team of 300. It works every which way. We just need to figure out with your with your res, um, your resources, your foundations, what you have, and how we can make it work for your business. So that being said, I am such a firm believer in this working for everybody's business and really how we can provide leverage for our business. If you have any questions about how to specifically apply this to your business, please reach out to us. I'm more than happy to quickly jump on a strategy call, take the feedback, create more episodes that give you guys the implementation. Because like I said, this entire week actually came from listeners, came from other entrepreneurs asking me specific questions about innovation ID and the six steps and how it applies to their business and how can they actually turn it into a profit and a revenue generating. And that's why I love doing this podcast. So I love serving entrepreneurs. You guys are the problem solvers, the identifiers, the evolutionaries, um, always looking to provide new, new solutions that provide real value. And so I love servicing you guys. I love supporting you and I love empowering you and your team. So that way you can get the success in your business too. Thank you very much for listening this week. Please let me know if there's anything that we can do for you and your business. I would love to talk with anybody who needs some clarification and um, go over any of the plans that you're implementing in your business. Thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure you tune in all week. If you missed anything that we put out on social media, you want to make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube, also Facebook and Instagram, because every week we're putting out what we consider value videos, like actual training videos on how to take what we're training in the podcast and take it to the next level and kind of go a little bit more deep into some of the topics that we know that you guys are going to have questions on and give you that additional training and leverage to use in your business. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Have a great weekend and get out to innovating. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, if you'd like to join us in our free Facebook group, come on over to the tribe of innovative entrepreneurs and join us for our weekly trainings. Have a great day.